AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. You ain't been to black church in a while. Yeah, but they, they, don't, they, don't, they don't normally see share secrets like that. You need to start coming on back to, to black. No, nah, I better not go back there. They might share some money. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going up in there. Going up in there. <laughs> all my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle, pay the price. Want a slice, got to roll the dice. That's why all my life, I've been grinding all my life. Yeah. All my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle, pay the price. Want a slice, got to roll the dice, that's why All my life, I've been grinding all my life Can you believe we're this deep into the NFL season? We gotta make every second count With DraftKings Sportsbook, you can make the most out of every game day Bet on your favorite teams for a shot at winning big bucks New customers can score 150 instantly in bonus bets For betting five on any matchup Get in on the action with DraftKings Sportsbook An official sports betting partner of the NFL Download the app now. Use code Shannon. New customers can score 150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just five bucks on the NFL. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code Shannon. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369. In West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. Please play responsibly. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, must be 21 or older in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms. Hello, welcome to another edition of Club Shay Shay. I'm your host, Shannon Sharp. I'm also the proprietor of Club Shay Shay. The guy that's stopping by for conversation today is a multi-platinum selling artist, a gifted songwriter, 
choir master extraordinaire, producer, director, superstar, music genius. He was the first gospel artist to sell over a million copies on his first album. First person to spend 100 weeks at number one on the Billboard songwriting chart. A 19-time Grammy award-winning artist. Inaugural inductee of the Black Music and Entertainment Walk of Fame. Television and film executive producer. Host, motivational speaker. New York Times best-selling author. 30 years in the industry. A father, a husband, a philanthropist. Trailblazer, icon, legend, phenomenon. The king of urban gospel. Kirk Franklin. Lies. Did I did I leave lies? Did I leave anything out? Lies. They're all lies. They're all lies. I thought I came here for something real. I already see where we're going with this. <laughs> Let's go ahead and start now. Next you, question. You want the real stuff? Next question. Okay, the real stuff. Okay. I didn't know I was gonna come here because I've been watching your show. Yeah. I'm such a fan. Yeah. I love what you do. Yeah. And you're gonna bring out notes? Yeah, but I gotta get but see, I got I got to I gotta let my audience know. Who I'm bringing to the stage. But I don't care about them, Shannon. I care about you. I come here for you. Okay, okay. We're going to get to some good stuff. We go, But I got to get the real. I got to get I got to get my finish. Friend. I got to build up. I got to build this up. Finish, finish. I'm, I'm just. <laughs> you want me to finish? Go ahead. Whatever you got to do. Whatever you got to do. <laughs> Please continue. Please continue. Please continue. No, 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 no. We good. We good. We good. We good. Bro. We good, King. Thank you. Thank you. We're gracing. Because this is the first time we've had someone. What <laughs> I try to do at Club Shay Shay, what we try to do as a team, is that we try to bring celebrities, entertainers, musicians, all different walks that has a very interesting story. And we're going to get to your story because I believe you have a very, very unique and very mm. interesting story. Thank and you. so hopefully you can share some stories that you've never told before we'll and some that. things for the very first time and let our audience get an opportunity to see we'll Kirk Franklin. As long as you own... Try to make it all churchy. No, as long as you no don't jerk. get all stiffy. As long as you just keep it real swag like you do everybody else. Don't be coming <laughs> in here. I don't want no communion crackers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't want none of that. You know, just, you know, keep it real. You already brought me some water. Got you water. Because got I know, as, as I see you got your Shea Shea George yeah, juice. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. You know, you brought me some you, water. You want me to pour you some water right quick? I, well, if that's what you want to do. If that's what you want to do. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, do you see it right now that I'm getting water poured by one of the greatest athletes and uh, commentators of our time. Isn't this a beautiful thing? This is such a blessing. Such a blessing. But, but then, you know, Jesus turned the water into wine. So don't. Well, maybe he, can turn, maybe he turned it into Kanye. <laughs> Kurt, I want to thank you, bro. I really thank appreciate you, it. I know you're a busy man. Thank you, thank King. Thank you for stopping by. Thank you, King. Thank you. <laughs> I want to st start with your career, and then I'm going to work my way backwards, which is something very unique because I think you're a very unique individual, and I want to put a different spin on this. And this is very nice, too. Congratulations. Thank you. I appreciate that. You know, it's until we get our own establishment. Inspired which we, which Inspired. we're working on. Let it show. Let it show. So check this out. Okay. You were nominated, you've been nominated 31 times for the Grammy. You won 19. The first time you won the Grammy, what did it mean, and what did subsequent Grammys mean? First Grammy I won, I was at home. I was at home. You didn't go to the war show? First time I won, I was at home in the bed, you know, <clears throat> and it was back in 1996. What, okay. what happened was, and you know, and I really hope that you can even you know, deconstruct it even more as we begin to chop it up because I'm an open book. Okay. I'm an open book. We can talk about anything. Okay. Is that, you know, coming up sometimes in church, you can be in communities that can be so over-religious that it's almost like there's a false humility that people force upon you that you don't want to seem excited. Right. It's because you don't want to seem like you're too worldly. Right. Okay. And there was, and like, um, how old are you? 
I'm 55. You're 55. Okay. Yeah. So, so, so we're the same age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm 53. So, you know, there's this time where anything that looked like it wasn't church was the devil. You remember that yes, back in the I day? Do. I do. It drives you crazy mm -hmm. now. So a lot of times I would, I would acquiesce to other people's view of don't get caught up. You know, that's the world. You would acquiesce to what they thought you should be. Yes. And I stayed at home. My first Grammy Award, I stayed at home in bed because I didn't want to go and look like I was getting caught up in the world stuff. Right. That's why I didn't go. That's why I didn't go. And there were other artists that I were around that, well, that I was around that they had the same type of ideology. Mm -hmm. And so, and they were older than me because I was so young. Right. And it, because when I came into the game, I was the young pup. Right. And I wanted to show them that, hey guys, I want to be like y'all and I don't want to get caught up in the world either. Right. So y'all downplay this stuff. Well, I'm going to downplay it right. too. And it was, you know, it was, it was, it was, it was the growing pains. Right. And so that's where I was. My first Grammy Award, I was at the house. I wasn't sick. Right. I could have gone. Mm -hmm. I was at home in bed. You mentioned that you stay, you downplayed it because you, you acquiesced to what the world thought a gospel musician, urban gospel musician should be, how they should present themselves. Mm -hmm. Where did that come from? It is, it, it is, it is an ideology from a coach and a generation of biblical illiteracy. So a lot of times when it comes to our people, especially when you talk about something as colonized as American Christianity, right? sometimes it can be ideals that people want to make spiritual. Okay. Like we take our personal belief systems and we super spiritualize them and try to put them in the canon of scripture and try to make them bibliocentric and they're not. Right. These are our, our ideals. These, these are our feelings and our opinions that we force upon people and want to make them of God. Right. We want to make our ideals what God would say. Right. And, and that is, that is so, that's such far from the case. Right. So it can be a cultural type of, uh, space that sometimes black and brown people, and you even see it even in Catholicism, even with a lot of our Hispanic brothers and sisters. So, you know, there, there are these things that we force upon people that is part of fabrics that have nothing to do with our faith, nothing to do with our relationship with God. They have to do with, well, this is how I feel. And when you don't, uh, submit to what I think you should do, then you're not being moved or being right. used by God. Okay. But what I tell people, feelings aren't facts. Exactly. Because you feel a certain way, that doesn't make it true. That doesn't make it the gospel. Yeah. So yeah. how so when did you realize, like, hold on, I'm denying myself, I'm trying to appease a certain group when that's not how I feel, that's not how I think. Yeah. So when did you say, you know what? I'm going, I'm going to be Kirk Franklin. When I started to see that nothing I was doing was working, that nothing I did was pleasing anybody, you know, because then at the, right after the, at the next year, Stomp came out and I got crucified for Stomp and I got beat up. So, you know, as I just started to see that nothing I was doing was satisfying a lot of the elders, a lot of the community that I'd wanted to please because again, being raised, I was raised, no, no family, no parents, being adopted. I had a lot of, um, acceptance issues. I always wanted to be accepted. Accept. I always wanted to be liked and I would do anything to be accepted. I would have done anything to be liked. So I was just doing it. So when I started to see that they weren't working, I just kind of slowly started to just become comfortable with either being scrutinized or uh, being an outsider. And then just slowly, I just became comfortable in being whatever people thought of me. And I still struggle. 
I do. I still struggle to this day wanting to be liked and wanting to be accepted by the church community because even to this day, people think I dance too much and, right. you know what I'm saying, I move around too much and, you know, they've heard me, you know, not always use the most favorable words, right. you know what I'm saying? People can see that not only I'm a Christian, but I also got a little in me, you know? <laughs> and so, you know, I'm, 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 I'm always trying to find a way to show people, man, I really, really love God, but I'm not perfect. Right. You mentioned stump. Is that because you dance, because you move, because the the choir is swaying back and forth? Is that when you're like, well, hold on, I'm uplifting, and then you come to the realization I'm trying to appease a group of people that, for the lion's share, I'm not going to be able to appease. Well, first of all, I also saw the post that you posted of a fight in the club, and it was playing stomp. And and uh, you 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 reposted it. Do you remember that? I do. That was that was funny. That was okay. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> is 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 I just think that you know it's 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 really trial and error. It's it's just really the standing and falling and just trying your best to figure out what is best for you. Right. Okay. What is what is what is the modus operandi for you? Because I mean, even people that love God, love Jesus, everybody don't worship the same way. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Some people may cry. Some people may dance. Some people may speak in tongues. Some people may run around. Some people may just be somber and still, but we cannot put our systems to faith on other people. And I just think with, 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 with Stomp, Stomp became just this otherworldly thing that we were all trying to figure out. Could Stomp have become the commercial success that it did become had you not put the spin in which you put on it? Probably not. You know, it's, I think that it, 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 because at the time Salt and I were becoming friends, mm -hmm. she was kind of growing in her faith and, 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 we, and we develop a friendship. And so when this remix, when this remix for Stump that came out, which, you know, the George Clinton joined in it and, and, uh, Stump, you know, she heard it. And I asked her, does she want to jump on it? And she was like, yeah, man, I'd love it. And she really loved it. Matter, matter of fact, she flew to Texas to even do her vocals. Um, where where I live is I think that it was just the perfect storm. I, I, I think because we were young, I was 27. She was young. God's property was young, you know, because my first because my group was the family. Mm -hmm. God's property was a group that I produced, but but they were already put together by this incredible lady named Linda Seawright, school teacher. And so I had these young kids that were good looking young kids. They mm -hmm. were they were they were they were from the hood and they loved God. And so everything was just the right marriage at the right time. And I'm very humble for it and very grateful. Do you think some of the blowback was because you were so young? You know, in the church, normally it's elderly that's mm -hmm. leading, that's singing, mm -hmm. that's leading devotional, mm -hmm. that's doing the praying. Mm -hmm. You mentioned you're 27 years of age. Yeah. And maybe something just didn't seem to sit right with the elders that a 27 year old is supposed to be uplifting and serving the Lord is doing Mm -hmm. It's kind of like putting, this is not secular mm -hmm. music that yeah. we grew up with. Yeah, yeah. And and you can even unpack what you're even saying even more is because we all, when we were young back in that era, had to act old to be yes. accepted. Yes. You remember that? Yeah. Like, 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 it's funny because people run up to me and I say, yo, man, you look younger now than you did back then. Well, because we were acting and dressing old. Yes. Because you had to do, you know what I mean? Our jackets were down. You remember? Yeah, I do. The, the, the yeah. jackets down here, the square toe gators yes. and yes. You know, yes. from uh, City Slickers and Detroit. And, you remember that? Yeah, Freeman's yeah. in Atlanta. Freeman's in Atlanta, boy. Don't you, don't, don't you. David, David Eastman. What yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, we were all trying to the point, to the point that also there was a whole generation of us 
that if we were not married. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? They didn't think that it's like, you know, you can't be single and be out there doing God's work because we know what single people be doing, you know? <laughs> and so it's like, yeah, well, you can still do it even though you you're married. married. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but, but you got feared into a lot of things that you may not have been ready for. You didn't understand. You didn't know what you were doing because the church coach at that time has such a suppressive, you gotta be this, yes. you gotta look like that, you gotta do it like that. And so when you don't know, and then when you have a level of biblical illiteracy yourself, you trust in them to give you God's word. Right. Instead of realizing that a lot of you, they're giving you their word. Or their interpretation. Or their interpretation. Because it's passed down. You know, their grandparents and their parents, and they just passed it down. Exactly. And they passed down, 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 down. Even though it's wrong, they're passing down wrong or what they believe to be right. And a lot of that from that generation was the colonized version of American Christianity because it was all about controlling black and brown people that did not have a voice. And so that control ideal continued because that's what they were given. Right. You know, you look at the slave Bible Mm -hmm. and how certain pages were ripped out just to control people. So historically, we understand that Western religions and Western Christianity have also unfortunately been tools of 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 also weaponization. Yes. How does when you go in, how do you determine like to write a song? Are you like, you know, I heard rappers like, you know, I get up and, you know, I might be sleep and something hit me and I'll get up and I'll start writing or I have an engineer and I start recording. Mm-hmm. When you write your song, do they just come to you or you say, you know what? I think it's time for me to get back into the studio. How does how did stomp and how did, you know, mm-hmm. I smile and melodies from how did they come about? Oh, man. And just it and in just a multiplicity of ways. I, I mean, when God is loaning a song, they can come anywhere. I mean, they can come when you sleep, stoplight, you know, in the bathroom, right. shower, you know. Um, I mean, many times I've, you know, gotten like I like um, as I was blessed to write a song for a young lady, Tamala Man called Take Me to the King. Okay. I don't know if you ever heard Take Me to the King. I yeah, but it's a it's a real big, beautiful right. song. And, you Isn't know, Tamala Man. Isn't she like Meet the Brown? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Have you heard her sing? I have not. Ooh, somebody please get this man. <laughs> take me to the king. When this is over, he's got to hear this song. He's going to be calling me, crying. <laughs> this big old Negro, this big Negro going to call me weeping like, bruh, bruh, bruh. Tell me, yeah, so, so man, you know, they just come in, 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 in just a myriad of ways. Do you like, Okay, you you sleep. You're like I'm sleeping. Do you get up and start writing down, or will it stay with you to the morning? Or are you in the, in the shower? Do you get out of the shower? Do you stop what you're doing, and start to put pen to paper, or or can you remember the the sequence in which it? So many songs that have blessed people have been written butt naked. Next question. Really? But but not one sock on. I straight out the bed, but if you come over to my house, don't sit on that piano bench. <laughs> sit on that piano bench. That piano bench ain't had nothing but cheeks on that piano bench. For Jesus. Next question. What do you think? What's Kurt Franklin? Are you a better singer? Or are you a better songwriter? I'm a better singer. <laughs> I am the worst singer in the world. And I have a career doing gospel music. It don't make no sense. It don't make no sense how God has been able to be so kind to me. And I'm not this great singer. Right. What happened was, is that God was so kind enough to give me this gift of songwriting. Like, 
I don't know what it was, Shannon, but as a young boy, God would just give me lyrics and melodies. And so by God's grace, man, it's just been, it's, it's, it's amazing. Like, like times in my life when I've had doubts or questions about God, I'm always confident that God exists because I, I see him vividly through the gift of songwriting because Shannon, I don't even know where they come from. I don't even know where these songs come from. Shannon, they just come from all over the place. And, you know, and, and all the songs that the people have heard me do throughout the years, these are songs that God has given me. I, I have never on any of my albums, on any of my albums, and I say this humbly, I, 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 I say it dependent on God's grace and kindness. I've never co-written with anyone. I'm never co-written. Says God just give me, God just be giving me these music and lyrics and melodies. God just be kind enough to loan them to me. I believe I've never written a song in my life. Every song has been loaned to me. Wow, I believe that. As a young child, were you one of those that always sung in the church? I was the one that was always doing music. I was the one because I found out early on. I started playing when I was four. Okay. The woman that adopted me, she uh, sold cans and she recycled cans and newspapers to mm-hmm. pay for my piano lessons. And so she had a fourth grade education and right. I was taking piano lessons at four. And so I started playing very young and I noticed that piano playing would get girls' attention. Right. So uh-huh. the more girls paid attention to me, man, I done broke my fingers. <laughs> trying, you know, trying, trying to get because that's what brought me attention. Right. And so so I got good at it, right. you know, kind of like default. Right. And so, and then what I could do early on, Shannon, is I could is I could flip songs that was on the radio. Right. Like I took a Billie Jean, I'm, uh, a um, the um, the Benny and the Jet song by Elton John. Yeah, yeah. I, I flipped it. He's coming back. I know he's coming back. I said that Jesus is coming back. Bum, 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 bum. He said that he is coming back. Done. Done. Dun, 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 da, da, da. And I would teach it to the choir. I teach it to, uh, like, right. to, to, to like the kids' choir. Right. So I was flipping all these songs, getting in trouble in right. church because I was doing all the the, uh, the earth, wind, and fire, cooling <laughs> right. the game yeah. joints. And so that's how it kind of just started for me early on. You kind of like a hype man. You kind of like DJ Khaled because you get the choir, the choir like sing. I'm I'm better looking and <laughs> and I move around a little. It better be Cali. Yeah, Cali. Cali got bad knees. <laughs> Love you, Cali. <laughs> so how long does it typically take you from start to finish to complete a song? Our- this is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? 
Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today. The wait is over. The Shy returns May 10th on Paramount Plus and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash the shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Oh, that's such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Depends. It can be in one night. It can be over. You can write a song in a night? Take me to the king. God gave me that song in one night. Uh, I smile. God gave it to me in a day. Uh, stomp. And yeah, most most of the time, most of the time, I'm going to labor with a song. I'm 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 not gonna let it just ride like right. melodies from heaven. I w- I was up at my old high school and working with high school choir when God loaned me melodies from heaven. 1994. Melodies from heaven was 1994. Wow. When you're writing, do you have any idea how successful a no. song is going to be? No, never. Have you ever been surprised? Like, I don't know about this one. Yes. And it blows away and you're like, oh, this is can't miss. And like, dang. I have never had a song that I was confident in. Never. Never. Kurt Franklin. Never. You- that don't mean nothing. That don't mean nothing. I'm, I'm always shocked. I'm never confident in a song, never in my life. And I'm not trying to be false humility. Dude, I'm separate chilling one of, one, of, one of the dopest players in the game, man, in history. I'm not going to be, you know, be on any cap. I, I literally have never had a song that I was confident that people were going to, from my smile to looking for you, Melissa from heaven, why we sing, I right. the lamb. Um, I mean, uh, my life is in your hands. Right. All these songs, no. Why do you believe you've been able to connect with so many people across so many different genres? I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 you know, it's, 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 I think that the weirdest thing is for me when, when, when the songs do, if there's anything, maybe God kind of took my beginning and because I was a hip hop dancer, my name is Kid Fresh when I was back in the day. (laughs) I could spin on my head. I could rap at skating rink, you know, and and I was influenced by urban music. I didn't get influenced until but by gospel music until I was about 16. A friend of mine got killed. And then that summer, I uh, trusted the Lord with my heart that that summer and, and got a little more serious with my faith. But um, before that, you know, 
smoking weed on a church parking lot, you know, wild and out back in the, you know, uh, how the churches used to have like the little lock-ins and the teenagers would spend the night in church. Yeah. Oh, it was a lot of wrong. Happening. A lot of wrong going on. A lot, it was a lot of wrong going on <laughs> back in the church. So, you know, you know, I'm, you know, I, 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 I think that, I also think that what gospel music was not doing that I think that I didn't intentionally try to do, I was just trying to get my own help. I think I was just really honest about how I felt in songs. Like if I didn't believe God was going to do something, I didn't write it. Right. I would write, help me believe. Right. Or, you know, if, you know, if, if, you know, like a song like Imagine Me, like I was always just trying to be honest in right. my songs. I wasn't trying to act like I was already there. Right. It's because I wasn't there. I was struggling. So I think I included a lot of my struggle and where I was in life in songs. And I think maybe and I can only say maybe because I don't know God's plan that maybe what it did for people that said for people, they were like, me too. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm there too, you know, and that's the only thing that, Jen, that's the only thing I can think of. I don't know because, bro, you don't know how many dope gospel artists are out there. And, and I know that, you know, you know, it's, it's for whatever reason, maybe because I'm little and whatever. I'm, you know, people see me more, right. or whatever. But man, there are so many people in this genre, Shannon. They cold, cold songwriters, cold singers. And you know, man, I'm just trying my best to let people know that it's not just Kirk. Kirk Franklin is not only in gospel music. There are so many people and I feel like it's my job to shed light on how many dope, you know, Jonathan McReynolds and Tasha Cobbs Leonard, the Walls Group, Doe. I mean, it's so many hitters out here. Mm -hmm. So many. Chandler Moore. Man, it's some beast in the game. Do you think because of your age, you were able to bring a younger generation into secular music? Because when I was growing up, it was Shirley Caesar. It was the Mississippi Mass Choir. It was all, it was the older now, maybe now that I look back at it, I mean, maybe they weren't that much older, but it was just they seemed they older. were older than you. Yes, <laughs> they're way older. But than you. you, I mean, in your twenties, Shirley Caesar's one hundred and thirty-seven years old. <laughs> <laughs> That's my mom. I love her too, Shirley. <laughs> Who were you listening to? Like, 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 like? Did you ever listen to any gospel music when you was back in the day? Well, my grandfather, yeah, uh, Shirley Caesar. Mm. Uh, but you, you and then you would you. No, 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 no. We're not riding around. As soon as soon as they got out of the car, we popped something else in. We popped the Earth Wind and Fire, the Bar Cave, Ohio Players. Yes, sir. The stylistic. Did you ever listen to any of my music back then? Oh, the ones that just came on, like Stomp. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. So yeah, so so then you didn't know that there was a whole bunch of like hitters. No. Yeah. Oh man, Jumpy Key, Fred Hammond. Have you heard of these guys? I have not. Brother Jumpy Key, Fred Hammond, man, um, ooh, just bro, just the list. I'm talking about. It's, I'm talking about Shannon, the, the artist that when Beyonce and Joe to see would walk into the room, right? They'd be doing this to these artists because you gotta remember, gospel music influenced black. Music. Yes, absolutely. Because so, they grew up, Whitney grew up yeah, in the church. Everybody, Beyonce, yeah. everybody. Stevie. So, so when they walked into the room and a Fred Hammond was in the room or the Clark sisters was in the room, dude, the biggest pop stars, Justin Timberlake, yeah. they idolize these people in gospel right. music. And I think, I really do believe, Shan, that I'm dead, that one of my callings in life is to shed light on the talent and the greatness that exists in my community. How were you able to get some of the biggest artists from other genres 
to collab with you. I'm looking at you got Whitney, Kanye, Mary J, Jill Scott, Lil Baby, Chance the Rapper, Mariah, JT, JB, Demi Lovato, Babyface, Stevie Wonder, Tamar Braxton, Boys the Men, Salt. I'm, how? I don't know. I... So what's the call? Okay, like, man, I think I want, I mean, I would like to have Beyonce or I'd like to have this. So you, you just pick the phone and like. Some, and then some are relationships that others may have and say, hey, so-and-so wants to you, to you to jump on something. Or it may be a movie and the studio is like, hey, we want to put you together with so-and-so. So, you know, so it's just been uh, just a multiplicity of moments that, right. that have just kind of, you know, just come from relationships. And then, you know, there were also people like a Mary J. Blige or, or, or a Pharrell. And these are people that were raised in the church mm -hmm. that knew the music that I was already doing because they were listening to it in their own private time. Right. So when it was time to do something, they were already acclimated, not necessarily to me, but through the music that I was doing and right. really loved it. And right. so, you know, that kind of built some relationships. So it's, 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 it's been a myriad of ways and I'm just very grateful. Who was in the studio Kurt Franklin was in awe of? Stevie Wonder. Steve, because he's Stevie Wonder. And Stevie Wonder allowed me to produce him too. Now, that's what gave me get. Now, that's what gave me bubble guts. <laughs> I got bubble guts because I because I was I was recommending some things for him to do vocally. Right. And it was like, and, and he was cool with. I'm like, okay, I can't believe that he's trusting my compass in this song moment and he did and it was it was you know and i was like and i mean just to have that for me was life-changing because you talk about somebody who has just reached over generations and yeah. decades yes and you know and and you talk about goat status you know like he's alpaca status you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> alpaca you know right yeah, so you know to be able to have that right. was just a very beautiful moment well michael uh whitney I never worked with Michael. You never worked with Michael. Never so what would have been like? I've worked with some, but but watch this though. Uh, John McClain, who's an incredible guy who oversees Michael Jackson's estate. And John, right. John McClain got me my uh, deal over at Interscope with Jimmy Iovine several years ago. And uh, John McClain oversees the state and so they're always reimagining Michael's, uh, I, I, uh, his, his, his catalog. Right. And so there have been some projects that I've redone that had Michael on it. Right. And so I'm in the studio listening to Michael's raw vocals. Right. And just so you know, it's it's been amazing. So what's that what's that what's that like? Because we know, I mean, we grew up with Mike. I'm talking about in the Jackson Five, yeah. and then he went off the wall. Big nose Michael, yeah, little, yeah, little nose yeah. Michael. Afro and yeah, baby, the perm. Baby hair Michael. Yeah, 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 yeah. We so we grew up with Mike. Mm -hmm. So what's it like to like to hear his voice unfiltered, uncut? It, it is, it is it makes you feel a level of unworthiness that you are experiencing royalty in the room to be able to take all the tracks out and you can hear just Michael breathing and Michael singing and Michael doing pants. And I'm talking about, I've been blessed to work on quite a few projects for Jonathan. I'm, I'm, I mean, for, 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 for John McClain, where I'm working on Michael's raw vocals. I'm working with Michael's stuff that he did with his brothers and stuff he did with himself and trying to reimagine it. And, it is like royalty. And the fact that he was that cool, because back then wasn't no auto-tune. You no, know what I mean? That's um, his boy. That's him. That, that's him, bro, bro. That's him. 
stomping and breathing while he's singing. It's 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 because everything right now, you know, is don't nobody want to hate on the next generation. But everything is so produced. Everything is so filtered down. Overproduced. At, at, at times but the challenge is what's overproduced now is what people's ears are accustomed to and uh, so people like it right so if you don't overproduce it they're gonna think that person can't they don't like it anymore it's because now music is not music anymore music now is a vibe right it's a vibe and 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 if the music had that vibe and sometimes the vibe is overproduced sometimes the vibe is slowed down slow the voice down filter the voice down right. so you're not going under like michael because michael was just breathing sweating and you can you can hit a stank on the microphone spitting <laughs> on the microphone and you know that 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 was a great moment for me prince michael whitney if you had an opportunity to work with those what do you think that would be like for you I've had a chance to work with Whitney. Um, How's Whitney's voice? You know, are you here? I mean, to hear it on a on a, on, a, on a record, to hear her in mm -hmm. when she's doing things, but mm -hmm. to be there, mm -hmm. it's, mm -hmm. I, it has to be different mm -hmm. in studio mm -hmm. than it is mm -hmm. yeah, in, a, yeah. in an arena. Yeah, you know, she she well, and then see, Whitney's not fair because Whitney was a church girl, right. and she never church she never turned that off. So it wasn't far removed from the worlds that we lived in. You know, her and Cece were cool. Right. She was cool with all these other people. So so Whitney was just an extension of the world that I came from. Okay. Um, Prince, um, Prince came, I, I, was, I, was, I was seated at an event, Shannon, and during a commercial break, Prince came down to me and kneeled before me and he gave me, he said, uh, here's my number and I want you to come to Minneapolis and jam with me. And you know, I didn't go. It was so early on in my career, those voices from that church culture. Because, you know, you know, Prince, right, you know, he'll do music in his drawers. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. You know, I, I remember he'll, that. He he'll come to the studio on a G-string. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You remember the yellow with, yeah. with, the, with the butt out? And, cheeks out. His yeah, cheeks yeah, is out. Chaps. Yeah, and, and I didn't, you know, and, and so, you know, so people seeing his cheeks out, I didn't want to be trying to argue. Well, you know, well, you know what? He, you know, his cheeks is out, but he do good music. You know, <laughs> so, I, I, so I didn't even return to... It's, I didn't even. Um, That's friends. I didn't. I didn't even take him up on all. He said. He said, "I want you to come to Minneapolis and jam," and I didn't do it, man. I didn't do it. He called the crib. You gotta go just to see Paisley Park. I know. I want to. He called the crib. He called the crib, bro, and kissed my baby and said, "Hey," said, "Hey," to Tammy before he left, and and I let fear get in the way of, of me working with him. What artist today would you like to do a collab with? That you have, if you haven't done one with them, who would you like to do a collab with? You know, as I know that some of the church folk would probably give me again, man. But you know, I am a fan of the lyrical genius of Sean Carter. Oh, I am. I am. I think lyrically, he's a juggernaut. The fact that he doesn't write what he says down and the intentionality of the conversations that he has, good and bad. Right. You know, um, I'm I'm just, a, I've always been, because you know, we're in the same age demographic. Right. You know, so I've got to, you know, I've had a chance to live with, with his journey. It would be Sean Carter and uh, Sting. Wow. Sting from the police. I, those, those would be my two dream. And if he was living, I would love to work with Andre Crouch. 
uh, Andre Crouch was a great gospel. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Winans, I think all James, that. Uh, uh, James, James Cleveland, Cleveland, all that. My yeah. grandfather. You're showing your age. Showing your age. Showing your age. Showing your age. Yeah, man. But so Prince was the one that you like, man. I mean, he might have had y'all might could have done a song together. His cheeks was out. I mean, it was. Oh, crazy. man, that got nothing to do with that. The man, you like you said, he he was a genius. Oh, you you talk about right. Oh, oh, and you know, like like I don't even have that conversation with people. You know, when everybody bring up the Michael the Prince, yeah. I don't even do that. But first of all, it's it's an insult to their greatness. But they were two different, two different, two different phenoms. But Prince musically, the fact because you know Prince could play every instrument yes. and then he could go into the studio and engineer right. what he plays right that's just a whole nother bohemoth that that's 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 yeah 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 you're gonna way. walk you're gonna walk around with your cheeks out yeah. if you can do all that you <laughs> see what i'm saying yeah his mind has to be yeah because you think about what he raspberry beret and 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 and, and, and pink and pink cashmere all of that uh, the, all the, of the that. mind genius noise in april Je oh i mean purple it's, rain it's under the cherry moon snows in april just even that line yeah and he was having that kind of line back in the 80s yes yes he he was mute he was way ahead of his time yeah because the way he was thinking i was like who think man who you remember lady cab driver yes do you know that's him on drums is it listen to the boom pack pack boom pack better drum pack Prince is playing drums. Lady, cab driver, won't you take me? Yeah. Mm. Yes. Genius. Genius. I mean, so as far as songwriters, you might have to like Stevie Prince. Babyface. Baby, yeah, face. Stevie Prince, Babyface. And I'm going to tell you who I think. Let me tell you who. I'm going to tell you a name and you tell me what you think of this name. Let me tell you who I think should have been where did like you remember when Diddy had domain over all what was happening musically? Yes. Let me tell you who I think and Timberland. Like 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 you remember how much yeah, yeah. domain Timberland yeah, had just yeah. the real estate. Let me tell you a name. I'm gonna throw out a name to you, and I'm gonna tell you who I think that we slept on. That he should have been the name that really dominated the conversation of '90s black pop music. Devante from Jodeci. Yeah. You remember the sound that Jodeci brought in? Man. Because they were church boys. Yes. They were church boys. But Devante's... They brought something else in. Devante... Too, for babies. <laughs> not, what they brought, not what they brought in. Brought in a lot of babies. <laughs> brought in a lot of babies. A lot of babies. Devante's production. If you listen to those Jodeci records, mm -hmm. his production, it was like what... But then again, he come up under, you know, that that Virginia world, him, right. Pharrell, yeah, Timberland. Yeah, yeah. But but Devante, Missy Elliott from He he was work, he was working on Missy Elliott stuff. Devante. Devante, I think, is a name that we miss and forget when it comes to popular black music. So when you, you, you go down this path, you're you're denying who you really are to appease the masses because that's what they think it should be. You're trying to appease them, so that's what you think it should be. Yeah. So now, so how do you make that flip and want to perform? Because you're a performer. At the end of the day, yeah, you're a songwriter. Yeah, you can sing. But I've seen you. You're a performer at the end of the day. You seen me before? Yeah, I saw you. Where you seen me before? Nah, I, I got TV. <laughs> <laughs> I got TV. You're, you're a performer. And when you're up there, I think sometimes you like, Okay, yeah, I know this is secular, so urban 
gospel music, mm-hmm. but you're not you're not moving like Miss Margie <laughs> and Brother Brown in the Deacon's Court. I, I I just enjoy having fun. I I enjoy having fun. I enjoy what I what I'm what I'm what I'm, what I'm blessed to do, and and I love getting excited about my right. faith, and right. I love getting excited about the music. And sometimes I'm probably sometimes I probably do too much. I know I probably move around yeah. too much, but you know I'm. I'm forgetting and getting just getting lost in the beauty of the right. moments, you know. Man, Plies want to do a want to do a collab. He don't want to do nothing. He don't want to do nothing. He don't want to do nothing. Yeah, he don't want to do nothing. He don't want to do nothing. He be talking. He be running. He, his he, mouth. That's all he be talking. He be just running. Plies, his mouth. you hear that? He yeah. said you be talking. You bumping. Yeah, yeah. It's because we we were supposed to be in the got together. We was gonna do something in Florida and Miami. What we have? He don't want to do nothing. He don't want to do nothing. It's because I think he's really, really, really afraid that I could be his daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Swag. I mean, you come here today, you got the LV on, you dripped. I mean, you're not dressed typically like the church would want you to dress. So how did you say, you know what, man? I ain't finna wear no square toe gators. I ain't finna wear no Stacy Adams with no rib socks. I'm not finna wear no long jacket. Hey. <laughs> But there was a time I did though. That's what I'm saying. There was a time I did. I had to get, I had to square toe game. But you a small man though. You can't be wearing those big old zoo suits. I know, and that's why I looked a fool. That's why I looked a fool. <laughs> trying to trying to appease the church people. I'm, I'm you know, it's, I just think that. I'm- this is Colin Coward from the Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. The wait is over. The Shy returns May 10th on Paramount+, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Um, 
Shannon, you know how it is, man. Yeah. The, the older you get, the more comfortable yes. you find yourself in your skin. Yes, you gotta be. You know what I mean? I'm 53. My first album came out, I was 23. So I've lived through my 20s. I've lived through my 30s. I've lived through my 40s. I'm comfortable. Who don't like me now ain't gonna like me. Correct. Not at 53. Ain't nothing I can do to change anybody's mind now. Right. Nothing. And those who rock with me, you know, we'll go to Baby Gap and I'll give me a onesie and, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, and keep it pushing. So, the dance moves. I mean, when you up there. Oh, my gosh. I mean, you be doing the latest dance moves. I mean, you be watching. Oh, my gosh. And you incorporating them. Oh, my gosh. I be just having fun. I'm not a dancer. Like, I couldn't go to a studio and learn choreography. Right. I couldn't. I would be horrible. And a one, and a two, and a wipe, and a stop, and a turn. I couldn't do it. Right. It would be horrible. Right. So I'm just really having fun. I'm just having fun. I'm, I'm having fun, and I'm excited, man, to be telling people how dope Jesus is, man. Right. And I have a good time doing it. I just have a good time. I think that what has always been confusing to me, Shannon, is that we say that we got the truth. Right. We say we got the light of love, mm -hmm. and we got the hope and compassion from people, but we can be the most square the most lame acting people in the world. Okay. And so for me, I just need to be counterintuitive to all of the social constructs of what people think a, 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 a Christian should be and shouldn't be and shouldn't do. When I'm walking around telling y'all, the man, I'm in love with the creator of the universe. Right. That should get you lit. Right. That should get you turned. More than more than talking about, you know, as I was on the block, you know, with with that with that with that work in my backpack and right. whoop, 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 whoop. And it's like, bro, bro, I'm out here giving you this Jesus. Right. And you can't be lit with me. Right. I, I'm th that that has always confused me. We should be the most excited, most on fire, most loving most compassionate, most forgiving people in the world because we look in the mirror every day and see what we were. We see who we are. And if it weren't for God's grace, where would I be? Yeah, we also the most judgmental. You left that part out. And it's sad. <laughs> but why do you think that is? Man. And just keep it a buck. I just think the thing is, is that we have a hard time seeing someone that looks like us have more than us. Mm. And it's not the fact that it's not the fact that they don't have it. They just don't want you to have it. Mm. Mm. Because for the longest time, as long because you had I've had homies as long as I was doing what they were doing, had the exact same thing as they had. Yeah. Nothing more, nothing less. Yeah. We cool. Yeah. I start to go here. They didn't go with me. Yeah. Not a problem. Yeah. I changed. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah. The unfortunate part about it, you didn't change with me. Mm, mm. But it's, it's it's sad because when I hear most of the harsh, and I don't have no problem with you critiquing me. If there's a, my performance, I'm on television, it's something I didn't word it properly, okay. But to just dislike me or yeah. to say something so negative just because, yes, that's the problem. That, that's where I like the old saying, it'd be your own people. Mm. Mm. And it does, because most of the people that criticize me on social media, they ain't of the opposite race. They look like me. Well, my my only criticism, seriously, would be, is I think you brush your teeth too much. <laughs> I just don't see how that's fair to your teeth. I just don't. I, 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 to, to me, to, to, to me, to me, that's 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 teeth brutality. Kurt, I got 130 bands with veneers and implants. 
but they don't need that much yeah, attention. That, that, that. Yeah. I mean, you can't be all up in, I mean, you all up in people's face and they'll be like, yeah, yeah, man, okay, I'll, I'll see you later. But Shannon, how often do you do it a day? Once again, how much fun? Yeah, seven to ten. That's what I'm saying. That 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 is discrimination. That that there, there's 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 something very cruel to that toothbrush. That can you imagine the trauma that that toothbrush? I change it out every two weeks. And so then you abandon the toothbrush. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. you just you're so 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 you're not even loyal. No, not to the toothbrush. No. That's, I mean, I, with that many times, I mean, you only get you only get so many brushes uh, out of a toothbrush. I think you need therapy. Maybe. Yeah, I, 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 I just don't think that's right. And and I'm going to be praying for you on that. Okay. That's why. What if I cut it down to five? Half. But I can't leave the house. I mean, I can't leave the house without brushing my teeth. So do you have a halitosis problem? Do you feel like you're breathing? I don't think so, but I don't want to run the have risk. Have you ever had a woman say it to you? No, I've never had. So then I would, just, I would say... But that would be, that would be a bad feeling because mm -hmm. I've had... I've, I mean, have you ever had to tell somebody? And if you have to find the, the appropriate way to tell someone that. Do you know being in church, how many preachers with bad breath be praying over you? Can yeah, you yeah. All the stanky prayers. And yeah, probably why God ain't heard it, pray heard it yet, because he keeping them away from <laughs> Look, Negro, brush your teeth once in the morning. Brush your teeth before you go to bed. No. And keep it moving. Two times a day. That's what the average dentist would tell you to no, do. See, see, see. Remember how they thought in the church, how it should be? You see how they see how they pass that down to you? <laughs> so you said we got you said we got colonized yeah. dentists? Dude, oh, just after after every meal. Nah. I mean, as soon as I get up in the morning, I got before I do anything, I don't go downstairs before I brush my teeth. That's fair. That's right. Okay. Now I eat. I gotta brush them again. That's kind of fair. Okay. I get to work. I gotta brush them again for Why? I, I gotta brush them again before I go in there. What I, happened? What happened before you left the crib? I mean, you left the crib and you get to where ain't nothing happened. Nothing. Nothing. No. Because if some if something else happened, then you don't have a toothbrushing problem. You got a whole, there's a whole no, other no, no. fungus. No, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, no. I I brush, I floss, I go twice a year to the dentist, you know, make sure everything okay. In, inside is good. So no, I don't have no, I don't have no problem. I don't, like you said, maybe, I, you know what, maybe it is a, a little obsessive, mm -hmm. but what's normal, what is normal? Because what's normal to you might not be normal to me. Obviously, what's normal to me is not normal to you. Well, I brush my teeth a couple of times a week. That, that, that's. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you do? What'd you do? <laughs> I'm lying. I brush my teeth every day. Every day? Just once? In the morning and at night, Shannon. Jesus. I sure hope you don't go out your house. <laughs> <laughs> as a child, did you play sports as a child? <sighs> Shannon, I've been this height since I was six. So I've struggled with sports. Now, did you want to play sports? Now, I tried to run track. I was good in track. Okay. Because I was tired of getting my butt whooped. So I was always good at running. Right. You know, so yes, I could run track. I was good in track, but then by the time I got to high school, everybody grew. Right. And 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 it it was a wrap. It was a wrap. So did you did you all the trauma that just come back in my I, I I just remember just everybody growing up and right. I didn't get the chance to grow up. So okay, as a as a six, seven year old, eight year old, your average height, then all of a sudden you go for the summer 
and you still that same height and everybody, Bruh. and then another summer. Bruh. I'm talking about that, but that summer between the eighth and ninth grade, right. it was like, uh-oh. And then the summer between the ninth and tenth grade, it went, oh, oh, it was, oh, with, with, with like a cuss word. <laughs> and, and so every year, bro. Right. And it's like, okay, am I going to be like a little person? You know, you know, yeah. like I, I was going to have to like, you know, always carry like a car seat. You know, would I be able to work? Would I be able to ride all the rides at Six Flags? You know, you know, well, will I always have to wear clothes that have like a big zipper in the front. Right. You know, I just didn't really know what was going to happen to right. me. So how, obviously, you know, look. This is not new. I mean, they call it bullying. Now we call it picking. Make fun of your size, your height. You know how we do. Do you know that when it came to girls and when it came to things, I did not have, I did not know that my height was a big issue until I had a career. And then after I had a career, I could hear people say like, oh, he's short in person. He's short in person. Right. But. But before that, I never had a girl say, I'm not going to date you because you're short. Really? Mm -mm. You kind of oh, said. Oh, my bad. I, yeah, I, that, I, that, I, that was. I, I, that I, was I, I mean, I see some. I see What exactly is this? What is what, what is what is what is That's Kanye. Okay. I was. Because that hurt me so bad. No, my bad. No, I'm just saying. I, I, was, I, was, I was like, wow. But you said it loud. I did. And, 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 and But I didn't mean to blurt it out like that because I didn't mean to seem as surprised as I was. But I am kind of surprised. I mean, I mean, normally. You know, they want the big athlete, they want, but you could see, you know what? You could sing. I could play that piano. See, yeah, see, that's see, that was you couldn't play that piano. See, that's what you that's how you yeah. Musicians, entertainers, and athletes. Do you know how short Prince is? I do. And Prince could take you a woman. Yo, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Don't well, consider, consider the guy in the 10th grade took out, so I don't think Prince would have any problem. <laughs> <laughs> See, man, you got me. I, 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 I was just joking. What was your favorite sport as a child? You know, I didn't play sports as a child until school and right. I ran track. Outside of that, it was music. Everything was music. But you had to. Okay, let me, let me, let me plead. Oh. You the athlete. I'm trying to tell you that. Okay, You're okay. from Dallas. Please tell me. I'm from Fort Worth. But You're from Fort Worth. Okay. Your favorite team to... My favorite, I, I never had a, oh, is I never had a favorite team coming up. This one, uh. It's because I remember liking Lance Swan. Oh, the I Steelers. Well, no, no, no. I remember liking Tony Dorsett. Uh, I remember liking Joan Namath. I remember liking, uh, you know, just, just different. And, and I've got do so many. Do you like the team where you stay that you're from? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you went all the way around the world just to say that. I like Liz Swan. I like Joe Neighbors. Man, stop that. You know, good where you love the Cowboys. Uh, well, no, no. Here's what I'm saying. I'm not a big sports guy. So I'm not really paying attention to maybe like the playoffs right. or the championships. And then I you get involved. You got cowboy paraphernalia in your house? No. Remember, you ain't got nothing. No, no. cowboy helmet. Never no had. Jersey, Never no, had. No jersey. No posters. Not Mavericks, nothing. No, I was not that kid. I had on my wall, I had pulled out of GQ magazine. That's what I had on my wall. Yeah. I had to have posters like Ralph Lauren, you know, like Perry Ellis. I was, yeah, see, I was that guy. Yeah, see, it's easy. I was that kid. You see, it's easy for you to dress. Oh, because I'm little? 
But you'll be fly. I see you. Yeah, but most of the stuff has to be custom or it has to be extra large. But I mean, so you just go get off the rack. I do. And some stuff I can get where the whole thing is on the same rack. <laughs> Hold on. John Drummond. John Drummond, track runner. Yeah, best friend. John Drummond, best friend, gold medalist. John Could you Drummond. ever outrun him? It just depends what we were running from. <laughs> Depends where we're running from. Shout out to John Drummond. No, man, I have a lot of great athlete friends. Then um, um, Dion and I, right, close friends. Right. Uh, Emmett, great friends. Uh, Kurt Warner, great friends. Um, um, I have a lot of great friends. Uh, Chris Paul, Chris Paul, right, great friends. Okay. I've and 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 they love me because I don't know nothing about what they do. It's we don't talk sports. We just talk about life. I know none of the stats and all that. If you weren't a musician, what would Kurt Franklin be doing? I think I would love to be a fourth grade school teacher. What? I would love to work with kids. Kids bad. <laughs> and their teachers don't make any money. They don't make any money, but I love teaching and helping. It might have been okay before the cell phone came out. Now, Maybe so. You know, every fourth grader got a cell phone. Every fourth grader. And then the internet. Yeah. And they want to be on the cell phone when you teach it. That is true. That is true. But I probably would have loved to be a school teacher or something like that. I don't know. I don't know. I've been doing music all my whole life. I don't know what else I do. You had a movie. Yeah. Hold on. You had a soundtrack on the movie Norbit, Any Given Sunday. Yeah. I had a song in the movie Norbit and I had a song in Any Given Sunday. You know, that's not normal for uh, a gospel artist. Yeah. <laughs> I'm grateful. I'm very grateful. Yeah. Do you understand just how big you are? It's, it's I don't think it's necessary to even even have the conversation. I think that it's a mute moment for me and there's nothing beneficial about it for me. For me personally. Right. I'm not saying it's wrong for anybody else, but for Kirk conversations of self glory and self 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 loathing spaces for me i'd rather be in rooms or have conversations about how dope you are right or how dope that person is they've just never been beneficial for me so i always choose to kind of just kind of bow out those questions and, and conversations have you ever considered getting into acting I've done a little bit of stuff here and there, kind of dabble. Um, we have a show right now on on on, on BET Plus called Kingdom Business, and I'm, I'm an executive producer along with uh, Devon Franklin, Holly Davis Carter, and I've got a little role I do in there, and I've executive produced a couple of Christmas movies for, right. Hall, for Hallmark, mm -hmm. and I'll jump in. So, yeah, you know, I've had a chance to do some fun stuff here and there. Is that something that you would like <clears throat> to take on full-time, or are you too busy with your, your, your other career in the music? I love dabbling in all of it. You know, there, there's a couple of properties that we're working on right now. There's a couple of IPs that that we're out sh uh, shooting and pushing around right now. You, you know, uh, we've been trying to see about doing a reboot of, of um, you remember the show used to come on NBC called Amen? Um, Sherman Hemsley? Yes, 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 absolutely. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But because, you know, like the Fresh Prince did the reboot. Yes. Yeah. And so we've been uh, just kind of talking about maybe seeing... Uh, Seeing that space. So we are, yeah, we're just always trying to figure out different things to just keep having conversations that lift people up. Right. You did a gospel comedy tour with Steve Harvey. What was that like? It was really dope. I did the music. Steve and I are really, really good friends. Okay. Steve and I are great He's friends. He's great, that man. Yo, he, yo, man, he a real one. Yeah. Yeah. Steve a real one.
So would you consider Steve a mentor of yours? Yes, he is. No doubt. Steve is a mentor and a hero. He is. No doubt. What does Steve teach you about you? Because Steve is a guy, he don't, he, hey, he don't care you talk about him. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, if you ain't got my number, you talking about me, don't do nothing. Yeah, to, yeah, don't yeah. do nothing to me or for me. What's amazing is, I would say to you, Steve would probably say more about what I've taught him. Wow. What's been amazing is because Steve, um, Steve continues to say that he, when he was going through his transition, trying to find faith and trying to find moments in his life, he said, I said to him almost 20 years ago, as I said to him, Steve, the only difference between you in my world is that in my world, we wear a mask. That's the only thing, is we wear a mask and then after Sunday, we take the mask off. Wow. It's the only difference. Right. Mm. So when you go on tour, so what's a, <clears throat> a tour like? You know, it's it it's not like what you would think of other tours. You know what I'm saying? You know, we, we, there, there are no girls in the lobbies. Oh. Mm, none. Okay. Sister Johnson, them not in the lobby. Ain't no aunties, none. <laughs> <laughs> with tambourines, <laughs> with with them stockings, yeah, the knee highs got the little. Yeah, you know knee They got the knee high. Got the little nut. Yeah, yeah. Got the little nut. You remember them boys? I do. I do. <laughs> Nothing I do. sexy about them boys. <laughs> now there's no aunties in the lobby. Now, man, you know, and and you know the the kind of tours that I love to curate is we try to create like rock star tours. Like okay. people come, it's, you know, it's lights and it's screens mm -hmm. and it's boom, 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 boom. And, right. and then we're gonna give you that Jesus. So, you know, we, we try to be wild and bananas in the production and presentation. And so, you know, it is like it is in any situation. You know, we are, we are hitting the stage, we're hitting the streets, production, crew tours, meet and greets and, you know, but, but, but we are seeing people, man, that just want to be reminded that in these crazy times, man, that God got them and he love them. That's all we're trying to do, Shannon. Right. Like, 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 like my whole mission in life is I just want to remind you, God love you and he got you. Right. That's it. That's it. That's it. Once you get closer to God, the stuff about your life that needs to change, I trust God with you. You his. Right. And I trust God to deconstruct and tear down the things in you that he needs to make a better you. That ain't my job to police your process. Right. Ooh. I like that. Can, can, to, what, did I, what, I, what, what did I just say? That's not my job to, to police, police your process. Right. Oh, I'm going to just let that breathe. You let that marinate for a minute. Boy. <laughs> you know how black folk do. When yeah. we say something, got a little something on, we're just like, just, just let that thing. Let that sit with that. <laughs> Where did you learn your staff? I, I saw that you went to the, uh, you pulled the usher. You know, What'd I do? To, you went naughty. You know what you did. I went naughty. Went to the audience. And what I do? I mean, you have a stage presence. I mean, in the church, you can't have, really have Was a Was I doing something nasty? I didn't even say nasty. It, never it was borderline nasty. Close. What was I doing? Like gyrating? That was me. Yeah. That was me. Yeah. That was me. Well, you, I mean, and I'm, and you know, and I don't be trying to, man. I'm just damn. But you know what though? For a lot of people that may criticize some of the stuff I do, they need to go to church in Africa. They need to go to church in Brazil. Right. I mean, we are, and we are people that move. Right. Brother, I've been to some churches in Africa that, baby, them sisters move. They move, huh? Baby, first time I went to Brazil, and I took my band with me because. Brazil has called carnival and they have yeah, very yeah, nice, yeah, yeah, very nice looking sisters. Yeah, okay. Nice sisters in Christ. Oh, okay. Really? 
Well, they have beautiful women. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, they do. Now, the Brazilians. Yes, sir. So they come to church and they worship in God, but they... I'm, you know, I'm looking for a nice God-fearing woman. Do you? Mm-hmm. I got quite a few I can introduce In Brazil? Right here in America. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking to get out of country. It's that holiday time of year again. Looking for something different for your favorite sports person on your list? Think Game Time. Tickets for sports, concert, and comedy shows all make fantastic gifts this time of year, even if it's last minute. The best way to get tickets to any of these games this month is on Game Time, the fastest-growing ticket app in the U.S. Game Time is obsessed with finding ways to help save you money on tickets. You can find exclusive deals and sponsor deals on games and concerts daily. With Zone Deals, you pick the section and Game Time picks the seats for big time savings. And with Game Time Guarantee, you will always get the best price. If you find a ticket in the same section and roll for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. So take the guesswork out of it. Buying tickets at Game Time. Create an account. Redeem code SHAYSHAY for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, download the Game Time app and enter the code SHAYSHAY, S-H-A-Y, S-H-A-Y, for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest price. Guaranteed. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next-day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.